0: Welcome to the What's Awesome podcast for all your anime needs. We do lists, guides, reviews, and anime-related topics. From time to time, we'll even bring on a guest or two. Kick up your feet and relax. And here's your host, Batman Live 2002. So where are the parents at? Where the fruit are the parents at? How you gonna start an anime? What... (laughs) Anyway, let's roll the music. Thank you for listening to the What's Awesome Podcast. Let's have some fun. Yo, it's Batman Live 2002, and I'm back with another episode. What great? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Blew out the eardrums. Gra- my great? Let me get off the mic. When I talk about anime tropes, anime notes, and anime... Hopes. Get a sip of my tea. Mm, and today today's episode, I'm gonna try not to scream, okay? But it's not it's not easy. It's not easy for a brother like me not to get angry sometimes out in these streets. But I'm gonna try and just have a calm, cool, and collected. A conversation about today's grind my gear. You want to know what grinds my gears? The lack of parents in anime. Okay? Now, I need to know. I need to know what, what, what the fruit is going on out here. Why are there so many dead parents? Why are there so many parents that are on endless, eternal business trips in a lot of these freaking anime? What, what? And uh, there's is oft, often with like shonen or shoujo anime, right? Where the kids, the young, and, and, and the parents are just non-existent. They don't exist. These kids are just living by themselves. Ugh, excuse me, let me get some more tea. I just need to know. What? What is up with these eternal business... Oh, my dad's over in America. And my mom, she's in an asylum so Get the fruit out of here with that nonsense. What do you mean your dad's in America on a business trip and your mama in the asylum asylum? Shouldn't your daddy be... Like, what What happens to you? You just... I feel like I'm really just blown here. air. I'm, I'm always blown out of air, Jim. It's okay. Anyway, what happens to you? All right. What happens to you, young protagonist? What happens to you when when you need money? You need food? You're just out on your own, right? You're in high school. It's okay. You can figure it out. The food out here with that nonsense. But I get it. I get it. We need the story to progress in a way that is not hindered by responsible adults. I get it. For example, if our protagonist is a wizard... Or suddenly discovers he has wizard ring, wizard, wizard ring, drink, I can't say it, wizard powers. Guess what? He needs a place where he can practice his magic all in a very irresponsible way, like blowing up his, his kitchen or something, or summoning a rat demon. He's going to battle it in his living room. Can going to have a parent in there. The parent will put a, put a stop to this. The parent will go and call the police. You need to have an irresponsible environment for your protagonist to to have the story flow. Responsibly. You know, drink a tea. So let's say that the protagonist discovers they have wizard powers. Well, now there's going to be a hot chick that kicks in the front door. It's like, oh, we sense that you're the chosen one. but well, Now you're going to have to fight the all evil eye man, and he's going to try and kill you now. Uh, and now we need to have all your secondary and tertiary characters, including me, main girl. We all need to come and meet in your house all the time. And you know what that means. That if they're in your house all the freaking time... You, you can't have parents trying to, you know, it's like, well, who's this hot chick that's showing up all the time? Why well, you got this guy with a freaking bad attitude and a flaming head of hair or whatever, you know, or, or a freaking one eyed ogre? Oh, man, that's that's your that's your familiar. Ah! You summon these creatures and then they're just running around your house. You can't have your parents there. That's what I'm trying to say. How are you supposed to have your gang show up, right? Let's say you're a gang leader. They need some place to meet, right? Why don't they meet at your house? Oh, it's very convenient. Your mama ain't there. Or your daddy. Or anybody else. Any sort of responsible adult. Fruit out of it with that nonsense. I'm just saying. I get it. There are also cultural cues to keep in mind in Japan. For example... Through my research, I don't know if this is true or not, but from something I read, they say that in Japan, parents aren't allowed, and take this with a grain of salt, I have no clue if this is true or not. But from the random forum I was in, they say that when you're in high school in Japan, parents are discouraged or not allowed or something to drop the kids off at school. Uh, kids had to go, in and this is for high school, not... Not for, you know, elementary whatever. Kids have to use the public transit system, which means that they're trying to train these kids, oh, one day you're going to work 16 hours every friggin' day and you need to travel from Tokyo to the other side of the country on the train every day. And this is a good way to train you to do it, which means that in Japan, high school students are already treated as being a part of society. And they are in training. <clears throat> and this is different from America, obviously. In America, we drop our kids off and we, we don't really give them much responsibility at that age. We don't treat them like adults at that age. In fact, we treat them like children. Which is why we don't drink or have sex or whatever. I, I don't know how it is. Japan, regardless, all I'm saying is, is that there are cultural, th- cultural cues or whatever in Japanese society that perhaps lends itself to this trope of parents never being around. Parents always being on eternal business trips. And maybe this has got me thinking that eternal business trip is a reflection of Japanese work culture. When they work them half the freaking death. All the freaking time. I can't imagine having to work that hard. Actually, I can. I run my own business. And sometimes I do have my 16-hour work days. No cap. It's, it's when you have your own business, you got to do what you got to do. All I'm saying is, is that in Japanese work culture, you're working from the sun up, the sun down, and beyond. All these hours and perhaps the parents never being around is a reflection of them being at work. That could be it. That could very well be it. But I have another theory. I have another theory that is like z Get the fruit out of there with that nonsense! You know what I think! I think that the writers need the parents to be gone for all these irresponsible things to happen. Like the kid or the the protagonist manifesting their powers or having a hot chick come over all the time or having his gang come over or his band of wizards and you can't do that with responsible adults. So it's actually quite convenient for the parents not to be there, right? Because if you have a responsible adult at home, then, hey, I can't have my my gang of wizards come over and meet in my living room. I can't leave to fight the big boss over in America, even though I live in Japan or I go and transfer to another world. You ever notice? You ever notice what these anime, when they have to go and take on the big bad boss and is the big final battle, and they got to take, you know, it's like the mid-season battle or whatever, and they got to, like, leave for, like, two weeks at a time, and like they miss all the school, and they miss all these important stuff in life, but the parents aren't there! You think the parents gonna let their child leave for two weeks to fight some big bad boss over in Shangri-La somewhere? I don't think so! Throw down it with it, nonsense. This is why I like Yu Yu Hakusho, because they keep it real in that anime. Because Yusuke is a dick, okay? But his mama's still around. I don't know what happened to his daddy. I guess his daddy's dead. I, I don't remember. Anyway, but his mama know that when Yusuke go out to fight some demon and he's going to be gone for two weeks, she knows she can't stop him. She knows she can't stop him. She So she's like, oh, have a good trip or whatever. Actually, she, she might say something, but <laughs> she knows that he's such a dick that he's going to go. She knows he's going to get out of it, what I'm trying to say. But that's what I like about Yu Yu Hakusho is that the mama's still there, the parents still there, but she knows she can't do nothing. So they keep it real. They keep it real with you. They don't just have her away on some eternal business trip. She's not dead. Right? I mean, anime where the parents are dead. That's terrible. That tells me that the adult life expectancy in Japan is just so low that they're just a bunch of just kids running around parentless, a bunch of orphans. That's what that tells me. In anime land, they're just a bunch of orphans who aren't taken care of by anybody. It's like freaking Naruto, right? And Naruto, where the fourth Hokage trusts Naruto or entrusts Naruto to the village, to the third Hokage. But the third Okage got this fool eating ramen every night? He got him just living there alone? No sort of contact with people? Man, if I was the third Okage, at least he'd be living with me or living with another special Joning or something. The fruit out of here, man. So apparently, Japan's a land of orphans. But, like I said, there's probably a lot of uh, cultural things. Sorry, I slapped the mic. A lot of cultural cues in there that are probably probably playing a role. But more than likely, it's just... It's, hmm, what's the word I'm looking for? It's just a cliche. It's a trope. It's just something that's just in anime, and it's just recycled a lot. And this will go into another podcast of mine of whether or not seasonalized anime has a good or bad effect on the anime industry, because you do find, my good and beautiful people, That with so many anime out there floating in the ether, that they need to just recycle a lot of stuff. That's why you see a lot of similar storylines, a lot of similar character types, archetypes, or whatever they call the different uh, tropes or various the same tropes. It's just recycled over and over and over and over again. Because guess what? They gotta get to that summer anime. They gotta get to the winter, the fall, the spring. I don't know what the heck that was. I was trying to roll my my R and I just came out all kinds of weird. But anyway, I'm just saying, look at all these well-adjusted anime characters without their parents on these streets. You wanna know what grinds, my guess? Lack of parents in that get the fruit out of here with that nonsense. This is Batman Live two thousand two more podcasts on the way. I did a um a poll recently where I was like, what is your favorite segment on the Wasasam Anime Podcast? And overwhelmingly, 100% of all the people who answered, it wasn't like it was a lot, but of the people who answered, they all said Hentai of the Week. So therefore, I will be doing multiple Hentais of the Week in a row. So it won't be like, I'll do this one and this one. And then Hentai of the week... And then this one and this one... And then Hentai of the week... No, it be like this one and this one... Hentai of the week... Hentai of the week... This one... This one... Hentai of the week... Hentai of the week... Like that... Because this is what you people enjoy... And I do enjoy... My Hentai's of the Week. So, stay tuned for that. Now, I just... I just need you people to do me one favor... First of all, I look forward to the next podcast, and also just just one little, little favor, just one little favor for me, just one little favor, please. Stay with awesome people. Stay with awesome. Follow us awesome on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest. Until next time, Jana.